So the big question is this, are you tired of the hustle and grind of fix and flip? Do you really think you can wholesale your way to success? What you really want is a cash flowing portfolio that lets you live a life of freedom, sunsets and palm trees on your terms. But what if you're stuck because you have no capital, no time and no idea where to start? That ends now. Your host, Corey Peterson, is a rags to riches real estate millionaire who started out with no money or credit and quickly grew a portfolio of cash flowing apartments. Not to mention, he did it all with other people's money. You're only one deal away from creating the cash flow life and the multifamily legacy podcast will show you how. So now, here's your host, the big kahuna, Corey Peterson. Hey everybody, welcome to the Multifamily Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Peterson, and I am so grateful and excited that you're here. We are going to start a six-week training series that I'm going to call The Journey to Legacy Wealth, and I'm super excited to kind of take you through this little series and give you some inspiration, some encouragement, and some overall knowledge of this multifamily game and real estate and how it's played and how it works and just all the ins and outs with it. Uh, Before we get to that though, let's, first of all, I want to give a big shout out to, we've been having a lot of people go out on iTunes and give us uh, wonderful five-star reviews. And this next two come from, first one's from Robert to Pearson and he puts uh, clear and precise. I love this podcast. Corey was able to deliver and explain clearly all I need to know about single-family versus multi-family investing. Hey, Robert, thanks a lot for taking the time to give me that five-star review. And then another one comes from Lottie Davis. says, great deal. If you are looking for strategies to maximize your cash flow and capitalize on favorable market trends, this podcast is best for you. I've been listening to most of the episodes, and it's truly great and inspiring. So Lottie, thank you so much. Hey, listen, I love it when you guys take the time to go out to iTunes and leave reviews. It does mean a lot to me. It helps us radar get our show rankings. And really, the goal is, listen, if this thing, if this podcast inspires you, helps shape you, gives you some information, I'm just going to challenge you to go out there and share it to others. Let other people know about it because that is the only way we get the word out. And honestly, you guys have been such loyal listeners and I just really want to thank you for inspiring me to have great content and great shows. So I really, um, I'm excited about today. It really is the journey to legacy wealth. And today I really want to talk about a couple things and it's really about getting clear on, you know, what you have, your vision, and really the ability to push past fear. Because like when we all start a journey or something new, there's a lot of things that go on. And I really just want to make sure that we're going to, and I want to focus on kind of, you know, I guess why, right? You know, when I started my company, Kahuna Investments, I just, I wanted the two things that most people would never have, which is time and money. And I wanted them both. I wanted them both equally, or if not, I want them both in abundance as well. And, you know, when I first started, I had to kind of personally look and say, what do I have? 
what do I need and how do I get there? And I, I kind of, um, I needed a clear understanding of what it takes. And so the questions are, I guess I want to kind of unpack and unfold is really is, you know, understanding time and money. What is it about those two things that, you know, what is powerful about it, right? And how do we leverage it in our lives? And then also, you know, how do we create time? Can we create time? Because I believe that with most everything, you've got to believe in it to achieve it because it doesn't happen overnight. But you've got to believe first, and that's the first step. And really, you know, is to make sure that you're not a victim of what I call stinking thinking because it's our minds. Like, see, most of our money is not made in our day-to-day what we do. It's made, I think, sometimes when you go to sleep, when you first wake up in the morning, it's made in our minds, guys. It's that one thing that will set you free is when you truly believe that you can go somewhere, right? And that you start formulating the vision, right? Because in real estate, in the multi, and really it's in life, it's the little things that matter. It's the really the little things that can make a difference and change the pendulum for you on your journey. And so simply put, you've got to start asking yourself better questions, right? Better questions about life and what you want to achieve. So let's talk about like, you know, when you really, things in life tend to compound or they, you know, the exponential curve of life and of money, right? I mean, think about it. You know, a lot of times when we start uh, new systems or procedures or business trends, what happens is we end up putting a lot of work and, you know, for days and months. And it doesn't feel like you're getting anywhere, right? It doesn't feel like you're barely in, you know, escape velocity. There's nothing that's changing. And I guess the biggest story I can talk to kind of illustrate this is like the bamboo, the bamboo tree. The bamboo tree takes a long time for it to set and get firm in its foundation. And when it finally does, it just shoots right up. And that's a lot of like, if you think about an exponential curve, things, it really, it's really slow, slow, slow. It gets a little bit better, a little better. And then as things start to multiply and double, it quickly has escape velocity. But it takes a long time to get there. And really, you know, I think that can be illustrated a couple ways, but we'll also use, let's use this other analogy so you guys can understand the power of velocity and, you know, compounding effort, right? Because if you take just a couple days away from that compounding effect, right, or an exponential curve, it can be detrimental. And the best way to illustrate this is, right, if you could get a penny a day and you doubled it every day for 30 days, what would you have? What would you get? Like, so day one is a penny. Day two is two pennies. Day three is four pennies. Day, you know, four is eight pennies, right? If we continued that for 30 days, right? At the end of 30 days, you would have $5.3 million, a little over $5.3 million. That's that compounding effect. 
And see, that effect, that law is what I want to call it, is really at force whether you're trying to invest and make money, if you're trying to invest in your business and make systems and processes, because a lot of times you set all these things up and you don't see immediate results. But what you see, you know, a year down the road could be, you know, is, is what happens. And so this real estate journey in multifamily is a journey. It is not get rich overnight. But I'm telling you, as sure as hell as I'm sitting right here giving you this podcast and you're listening, I'm telling you right now that it happens and it will happen and it can happen to you. But you've got to believe, right? You've got to start formulating belief and you got to tell yourself daily okay we talk about this a lot in my podcast about telling yourself daily i'll never stop saying it because i think that is important so not only is your work and your money you know if you look at your money you know that compounding effect of money like what we're trying to do in this business and really if you're looking at you know how do you accelerate your wealth right Think about this. Let's take that same penny a day concept and then let's put a curve in it too because like there's something in our daily lives called taxes, okay? What if you got that penny a day was taxed at a 35% capital gains tax? If you took that same amount, the same idea of a penny a day and then you're going to double it every day, right? And you took into account taxes after day 30, Instead of having that 5.3 mil, right, you'd only have $20,000. That really sucks. So understanding how the system works, how the game is played is more important than anything because I see a lot of people that got into real estate thinking they were going to make real big profits, but they forgot, you know, when they're doing fix and flip and wholesale, guys, wake up. You are in ordinary income. You are operating as a trader. If you're working a job and, and you know the more money you make, if you're self-employed, the more money you make, the more the government seems to take. And if you don't believe me, I mean, we're in an election year and like, it's crazy that they want to keep taxing people that make money even more. And it's like, you know, it's like robbing you from the hood, Robin Hood. Why the redistribution of wealth? I just don't understand it, right? So in today's game, in where the world that we're living in right now, it's very important that you have a clear understanding. See, leverage is everything, right? You want to be able to leverage your money. You want to be able to leverage your time, leverage your relationships, really people, leverage processes. I mean, leverage everything that you can because I think more importantly now more than ever is that is needed you know for me the reason I love real estate and, and more importantly what I love about multifamily passive income is that it gives me the money but more importantly it really gives me my time see I used to think that money was super important but as I've gotten older and wiser what I really realized that more important than money is time I look around every day and I look at it now and I see people that just are miserable because they have no time they may be making money but they do not have any life or joy or just 
about them because they're stuck each and every day in this bottomless pit. And it's sad. And it's disgusting, honestly. And it pisses me off. Because that's not the life that we were created to have. I truly believe this. I truly believe that God made us special, made you special, that you have great gifts. And if you would just understand that all you had to do is put your mind to this task, that the doors would open up. And hey, am I saying it could happen overnight? No. But I know if you were persistent in the pursuit and diligent in your process, man, it will become clearer and clearer about what is important and how you can achieve it. I'm going to tell you right now that our biggest asset is not money. It's time. True CEOs, people that make lots of money, they understand the value of this. It's their biggest commodity is time. So really, if to make sure you have a clear understanding on without understanding time and money, the truth is both will master you. You've got to be able to master it. And that takes a little time. You must learn to manage and protect the most valuable asset, guys, which is your time, right? It really is. What is your most valuable asset? I'm telling you, like, listen, it's time. Don't fool yourself, right? And we use leverage to get it, right? And so my question to you is, what are some of the ways that you're using leverage in your life? And the question is, is it enough, right? You make sure that you're not stepping over dollar bills to pick up nickels. You just got to make sure that you understand this. And, you know, I love to talk about, you know, Albert Einstein said compounding interest is like one of the most powerful things in the planet. And he talked about the rule of 72, right? So the rule of 72 says if you'll take whatever interest rate you can make and you divide it by... 72 is going to take you how many years it's going to take for your money to double, right? And so if you were to start with $200,000, let's say you got a return of 3%, it would take you 24 years to really kind of double your money, right? If you started with 5%, it's 14.4. If it's 8%, it takes nine years. If it's 15%, it's 4.8 years. And what if you did that for, and like, so then you always got to ask yourself this too, is how many doubling years do I have left, right? Meaning, hey man, if I'm in this game and I'm I'm in my 30s or 40s, like how many years? And so like, let's use a year, like let's use 20 years. Hey, listen, I'm starting this thing. And what does it look like 20 years from now? And if you started with like, so let's say you started investing in your 30s and you had $200,000, like what does it end up to, right? If you, if you were only getting 3% in 20 years, you'd have $364,000. That sucks. If it was 5%, 542, 8%, right? $200,000 and you did nothing else, but you just kept it in there for 20 years, 1.2 million. Well, that's not bad. Look, if you got 15%, that $200,000 after 20 years would be worth $3.9 million. And then really, if you're a real estate investor, you're going to learn how to buy and operate, do commercial real estate. And let's what if you can make 20%, right? 
By the way, your doubling period in three is 3.6 years at 20% rate of return. And if you put that $200,000 and marinated it and got that 20% for 20 years in a row, you'd have $10.56 million. That's what I'm talking about. See, your return on investment matters more than you think. Those percentage points that you get on your money, like what you do with your money is more important now than ever. And you've got to make sure that you're setting the game right so you can make big income. So most people, when they're starting out in this real estate game, they don't start out with understanding the rules and what they have. And honestly, they need some financial education. And so my, ask, my question is this, do you have a personal financial statement? Do you even know what a personal financial statement is, right? Your PFS, PFS is what we call it in the business, is your personal financial statement. And it's going to list all the things you own versus all your debt. And it actually is used to determine your net worth. And my question is, do you know what your net worth is? See, multimillionaires, people that have money, they know. I know my net worth, right? I know what it is. I have to submit it pretty regularly to banks to qualify for, to buy property. I look at it. I watch it. I gauge it. I monitor it. I am looking to grow my net worth. Like that's the game that I play no more. It I no longer judge the game by income. I'm only judging my personal game that I'm playing right now. I'm playing Monopoly and I'm playing only with the red stuff. Okay, the red houses or the red hotels. That's all I'm doing now. I didn't start there. I started with the green stuff, right? The greenhouses. But once I realized the difference between the greenhouses and the red houses and the rents that you can make and the profits you can make, Listen, everybody wants the red, right? Everybody wants hotels. Or in my, you know, in our business, we call those apartments. <laughs> and so you may not have a great personal financial statement now, but that's okay. But you got to know what you do have. And see, most people don't even know where they're at. They are running around like a damn hot mess and they've never taken the time to figure their crap out. And I'm just gonna tell you right now, go Google personal financial statement and like figure out where you're at. Find out what your net worth is. And for a lot of you listening, it's gonna be red. It's going to be negative. And I'm telling you right now, that should scare the living shit out of you. I'm telling you, because time is not on your side. It's not. We don't even know how much time we got. So you got to start making decisions today on what you are going to do. How are you going to get through and make it? You better start planning today because tomorrow may not be there for you. And what if you got kids, friends, families, loved ones that depend on you? What are you doing then? Hmm? I'm telling you, these are the. this is why this passion of real estate of mine burned in my heart, burned in my brain because I had enough. I had enough of just making it. I wanted more and I wanted wealth and I wanted time and money. And I had to get myself focused on that goal. Because if you're not, 
it's going to leave you behind. The world will leave you behind and it will not care. And that's a fact. You can take that to the bank. There's only two things certain in this world, death and taxes. And like, gosh darn it, I'm just, I'm telling you. So your personal financial statement, you need to have one. If you don't know where you're at, I'm telling you right now, go to Google and find out and prepare your own personal financial statement. You'll, you'll thank me that you did. Now, the other thing is we got to start understanding a little bit about how business works because you've got to, personal financial statement is actually only one part of the equation. That just shows you where you're at in time. There's another thing called your income statement. See, Robert Kiyosaki, he talked about all these things in Rich Dad, Poor Dad. See, Robert was talking the financial rich game. And a lot of us, we heard it, except we then went to fix and flip or wholesale. And that's not playing the rich game. That's playing the poor game. That is poor dad, believe it or not. That's poor, quick profits. That's poor dad thinking. Rich dad thinking was, how do I create legacy wealth? And so the personal financial statement is only one piece of the the puzzle. You also need to have what's called an income statement. You need to know how much money you're coming in and leaving and where is it leaving to? Where is it going? Where is your money going? Do you know where your money's going? I'm telling you, most of you don't. Most of you have no freaking clue where your money's going. Most wealthy people know where their money's going. I'm just telling you that you've got to understand your finances. And the other, the last thing that you need is your balance sheet. Your balance sheet. Your balance sheet will tell you where all your stuff's part, right? What you owe, what you what you uh, don't owe, what your assets, all that stuff, right? Your balance sheet is an important part of your business, right? It's your health, where you're at, where where are you standing right now? Your financial statement is telling you what your net worth is. Your income statement tells you where your money's moving. And see, the truth is, you got to understand these things to be able to understand where you're at. Most people just don't know where they're at. And you do. You just you need to start taking the steps to understand it, right? The next step of that is once you understand where you are, see, once you know, like if you can look at the map and say, I'm right here. Here's where I got. Here's my income. Here's my money. Here's my balance sheet. I know where I'm at. See, then you can start plotting a trajectory and making moves to plot your escape. But the first problem is with most people is they have no idea where they're at. And, you know, if you don't know where you're at, anywhere you're going is going to take you there, right? I mean, to a place called nowhere. It's only when you can plot yourself and find yourself and say, here's where I truly am. And then you got to know where you want to go. And the other, that's the other biggest problem in our business is most people do not have a clear understanding of, you know, their vision. Like, what do they want their life to look like? And see, I've, now, I didn't in the beginning. I, I'm telling you, like, I wish I would know now what I, what I didn't know then, which is understanding that I should have vision first. In other words, and what I mean by that is my wife and I, we had a really good friend of mine, his name is Sean McCloskey, take us through mapping out our personal vision for our life, for our business. Like what we did was we first 
burned it all to the ground. Everything that we did, we we're, we're currently doing, we, we just said in our mind, let's, let's burn it to the ground. And if you could build it, what would it look like? And what I'm meaning by that is what is your time? What is your vacations look like? And really, and not to, and not putting, not even worried about the how yet, just putting everything out there that you'd want to do and achieve and matter. That's the first step is just to get it all on paper and not limit yourself, not even in the slightest and get it, you know, and, and not just money, you know, your life, your family life, your church life, your, I mean, every, all the aspects of your, who you are and mapping it all out. How much time do you want to spend in church? You know, like, you know, what does your business look like? What does your personal uh, life look like? What does your relationship with your spouse look like? How many times do you date? When do you go on? How many times do you go on vacation? How many hours of the day do you work? When do you take off? See, it starts getting really granular when you start putting those things. And what I've learned is this. Before you do anything with business, you put your life out and you put it first. And I used to not do this. I'm a huge proponent of it now more than anything is that you've got to do that. You've got to put your life and your time and your kids and everything that matters, put it first. And once you do that, right, then you can actually put your business on top of that. And what I say is your business has to fit in the cr uh, cracks, right? It just does. So the other, one of the other things is to separate your time cost versus, you know, the ongoing cost. And then more importantly is really when you look at all those things, you get them all down and then you got to say, well, what parts do you really want and how bad do you want it? Because if you want that bad, then you've got a decision is to live it, is to start living. And I'll share a really you know, story that happened in, in me going through this process. I'm a workaholic. I'm going to go out there and just tell you that I love working. But my wife looks at it and she's like, Corey, sometimes you've been working. This is about two years ago. Working hard, super hard worker. I've always been a hard worker. I enjoy the work. But also it comes with a lot of stress. And getting to the point where my health was starting to not look good. I was overweight. You know, <laughs> I was drinking a lot. And quite frankly, it's probably a crappy husband to my wife. And yet my wife is still my champion. She loves me. But we go to this event and she's like, Corey, you know, they're asking me about what's going on in my life. And I'm like, well, I want to do this. I want to start another business. And all my, all the people that are looking at me like, okay, Corey, you, you want to start another business. And my wife is like, see, this is what I'm talking about, guys. She's talking to the room and she starts to cry. She goes, I just, I get so worried about Corey. Because I think he's going to have a heart attack. There my, my wonderful wife is starting to sob. And it's in front of all my peers. Now, I don't know about you, but I love my wife. And for me to know that I'm hurting my wife like that and she's so worried about me was a wake-up call. And I looked around the room and everybody's looking at me and I can feel it. And then I get flooded with emotion. I start bawling. I didn't want to hurt my wife. And I started thinking about what she was really saying. There. And, and really, the leader of the group looked at me and said, listen, Corey, your wife loves you. She would never want to tell you these things because she understands who you are. But look at what you're doing. And that was a hard reality to say, man, I'm screwing up. 
See, even I talk about this all the time, but yet I'm a victim of it, right? And I guess because I'm a victim of it to myself, I can talk about it. And I can talk from a reference of I know what it feels like to let people down and to not and to give work so much attention that your family suffers. I know this feeling, guys. And I did it a while when, you know, if you read my book, Copy Your Way to Success, I did it with my son. And, you know, here I was on the verge of maybe doing it again to my wife. And just, it is a pattern. (laughs) And at that moment, that's when I truly decided to do something different. And I got to the point where, like, listen, they're like, Corey, do you need any more money? This is what they're asking me, my peers. And they're looking at me and their eyes are cutting right through me. They see right through me. I'm already a hot mess. Like I'm already, I don't want to hurt my wife. And I'm like, no. But what they were really trying to do was unpack where does, why does Corey keep going so hard? What is it that is making you feel like you've got to do this? And I didn't know where it was from, but what it came down to it is this, this is what we unpacked was that Corey was a workaholic and grew up poor and that I never wanted to feel that way again or ever. I always, I was always thought I'm one deal away from losing it all easily be taken away from me. And I'm not going to go back there. And I got a lot of people depending on me. And so that is what keeps me. And the whole group is looking at me, Corey, don't you realize you've already won? And, you know, when they first said it, you know, and, and they said it in such a way that like, Corey, listen, <laughs> you've built something that's, that most of us wish we had, and yet you're still going, what the hell is wrong with you? You've already won. And so here I am, 44 years old, and I'm screaming in the front of the room at the top of my lungs, I've already won. I've already won. And they made me say it. They made me yell it. And I'm telling you, what a crazy experience for me. But I'm telling you, that is when I decided that I needed to go and live those parts of my life, right? Because, like, that's just, that's what it is, right? And then you have the fear, right? The fear is where, like, man, what if it gets taken away? And I had to just say, you know what, forget it. What's more important? The more important part is bring back some stabilization in my family and that I I set some boundaries for myself. So I immediately went home and I put boundaries. And I, what I did was I time blocked. I just said, here's the hours that I'm going to work. Here's the hours that I'm not going to work. I'm taking Fridays off. I don't start work till 9. Um, I get off work at 4 and I time blocked those areas. I'm taking a full hour for lunch. And I put those on my calendar so n- nobody could like schedule me for my time. And team respected it. And then I followed through and I just said, listen, I don't work these times. And if someone would like would try to schedule me on there, I'm like, dude, you got to move it because I, I ain't doing it. I'm just, that is my time. And what I found is now I give that time to my wife and my kids. Like when at four o'clock, I'm done. So I've got to go out and, you know, I get to be available for the games and for all the things that goes on when the kids come home. And my, you know, my kids are almost ready to leave the house. They're 15 and 16 like they're about gone so i don't have a lot of time you know but fear is real guys fear is real and a lot of you are going to feel fear the journey 
of real estate. But where fear and doubt are, let me tell you something, faith is not. Faith is what you got to have. You got to trust in yourself and trust in the process and do the work and be consistent with it. And you may not see results right away, but you got to believe that they're coming and you've got to be doing the work that is required to get it. And so the thing is you got to push through fear one step at a time, right? And I think one of the biggest ways to push, like when you're going on a real estate journey in multifamily and it's new for you, is that the first step is you got to understand is knowledge, right? I mean, like when I really first wanted to do multifamily real estate, the first thing I sought out was knowledge. Knowledge is important because knowledge breeds confidence. The more knowledge you, knowledgeable you are about a subject, the more confident you can be to like start seeing the vision and start believing, right? And your confidence starts to compound, right? We're leveraging that, right? And confidence is the precursor to action. See, when you get confident enough, you finally say, can say, I'm ready to go. Put me in, right? So, you know, why are you listening to this podcast right now, okay? I mean, I always ask that, like, why are you here? <laughs> why are you listening to some guy rant about vision and, and all these things, right? Do you even care about real estate, right? Or is it money? Or is it time? Like, so what is your why? One of the programs that I bought, knowledge that I bought a long time ago was from Joe Stumpf. And he talked about his five, six, and seven. And what it was, he was a realtor, but he's teaching how to, like, get listings from for realtors but it doesn't matter what it is because it's the same it's very nlp kind of stuff is people don't do things because of what they normally say like you say hey listen why are you in real estate i said because i want you know i want to live a life i want to go a great lifestyle right nope that's not it he goes well what is it about a what is it about a lifestyle that you want you know and you know about the lifestyle is because i want to have freedom okay well yeah, that's great, but what is it about freedom that's important to you? You're like, okay, well, what's important about freedom for me is that I can I can have the choices to like, you know, live my life. So, okay, well, what is it about the choices? And you're like, man, because the truth is I didn't have a whole lot of choices when I was a kid. I really just didn't want to be the kid at McDonald's where I had to go, you know, never be able to order and I had to go sit down with my 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 brothers and sisters where our parents ordered it. You know, a burger and we had to split our, our small fries. Oh, that's the five, six, seven. See, the real reason is not the first two or three things that you say, that you think why you're here. You've got to pull, peel the layers of the onion. And you, that on that five, six, or seventh attempt is where the truth lies, my friend. <laughs> that is where you're truly being honest with yourself. And see, I wanted to get in real estate because I wanted to live a life and no other. But the truth is, is that I didn't want to be poor. I wanted to prove something to my parents that I could do it. I always had a vision, a dream. I always felt like I was never going to do it. And I always wanted to. I wanted to believe myself. I wanted to give myself the courage and the passion and everything that it takes to be successful. And I wanted to prove to myself that I had worth because I didn't feel that worthy. And I wanted people to believe in me. See, <laughs> when you're honest, it's powerful. I want to just encourage you to be 
powerful too right so it really is about about that you know everybody is every one of us is living a vision right now right whose vision are you living right now right what is freedom for you define what is freedom for you see i think the purpose of when you when we look at money and building a business and, and what do we want money to do i think the purpose of our investment is to fund your vision right so what is your vision right and i want to i want to encourage you right now to define where you are right number 1 get get your personal financial statement define here is where i'm at today and then i want you to write your vision where do you want to go what does it look like and then create a plan to achieve it and then define the obstacles figure out all the things that can get in the way and then i want you to crush them crush them right because that's what it takes so the rules for creating a clear vision is this write as fast as you can no dollar signs remove all the filters act like a kid again see dream big go back to when you were a kid see when kids understand this Define all the obstacles, crush them, right? And start getting excited because in our next part of our series, we're going to start cranking it up. Today was all about the head, man. Today is all about understanding where you're at and where you want to go. You know, you still don't even know all the roadblocks that are going to come. I know some. I know where some of them are at because I have experience. And my goal is to help unlock them for you so you can see them and then you can get a better roadmap. Because I didn't have that luxury. I had to make all the mistakes because I didn't have a mentor. I didn't have a podcast that I could listen to and get fed. Remember that, you know, time and money is always at work. The truth is, is that we're in control of it. And leverage is your friend. Leverage your relationships. Leverage your time. Leverage your money, right? Your return on investment is more important than you think, right? From 3% return versus a 12% to 15% return is massive in the difference. And it's massive when you apply it to business or money. Your personal financial statement is under is key to understanding where you are. But your vision, see your vision is the most important in my opinion. It is the most critical piece because it is going to tell you where you are going to go. It really is, right? Determine your why, create your vision, and make it be a part of you, right? Make it super important to you, right? And guys, with that, I just want to encourage you. I want to encourage you in this business, in this journey of this series. It all starts with your mind. The most powerful thing that you have is the thing that's the six inches in between those ears. It is your brain. It is a super, super computer. It can do anything that you want, anything that you can tell. It can do things that you don't even know you can do yet, but you gotta give it the freedom to work. You have to engage it. You gotta start dreaming again. You gotta start thinking about planning and scheming and operating and, and put it in motion. Because if it, it's like a muscle, if you don't use it, it's going to be weak. Start engaging it. Start putting it in gear and get into the driver's seat and start driving this thing. Warm that engine up. Rev it up, baby. Rev it up. Because I'm telling you, 
This is just week one. It's a six-week journey, my friends. And I'm proud and I'm honored to take you through it, guys. Because I'm telling you, at the end of this six weeks, I think you're going to be refreshed. You're going to be expired. You're going to know where you need to go, guys. If you believe it, you can achieve it. And your paradise is possible.